It's the Score North Twin Show. Boy, you guys, you guys love the top 25 twins of all time so much that you want us to do even more historical twins rankings. In fact, we, uh, we got a great email from listener Morgan, I believe. I want to give proper credit here. Yep. Welcome to the Score North Twin Show. And, uh, and so he asked us, could you guys, after you're done ranking the top, top, the top 25 twins of all time, which you can find that full recap episode earlier this week, could you assemble an all-time 40-man twins roster with starters and bench? And so we said, well, a 40-man roster is, is a little different than like an active roster right. of 26. So let's do the, let's do the active 26-man historical twins roster on this episode and a random twin of the week to cap things off. I like this. Is a, this will be a fun exercise, yes. boys. Yeah, because 40 wouldn't have been fun because it would have been easy. Yeah, because like in fact, all of the top twenty-five twins would have been in. And then we'd be struggling and, yeah. at the back end to let people like uh, Ron Jackson, yes, Terry yes. Tiffy. So yes, this is the this actually leaves um, this definitely leaves room for debate, and it's fairly comprehensive. But there's going to be a few, I think, disagreements, especially when you get into guys who are successful in eras where the team was not. Well, and like the outfield. There's yeah, so dude. many like like Byron Buxton didn't make the top 25 twins of all time, but I right. could argue if we're putting together a 26 man roster, and I think to clarify this exercise, I think we're taking the the peak version of everyone, right? Like we would yeah. get 1991 yeah. Jack Morris. We would get right. if we chose uh, Zoila Versailles, right? We would get the MVP version right. of Zoila Versailles. Right. We wouldn't get the, we wouldn't get like post knee operation, Tony Oliva but there might and be first guys, base Joe Maurer, right? But, we would get the, but there might be a shortstop who is Zoilo, but had even more success. So like, yes. Yeah. So like it's a uh, um, longevity can help here, but yes, there are some peak years that you cannot, cannot ignore. You're right. Yes. Yeah. So, well, you've, you've kind of done some just initial legwork on this Judd, some, some backbone work. Some framework, if you will. Ooh, yep. So where where should we start with this exercise? Should we start with should we just like start with position players? Should we start with the rot maybe we start with a rotation and kind of go from there? Start on uh, the pitching side? No, actually let's start with position players. Yeah. Okay. I, I think okay. and the the infield is actually I don't think too tough. Okay. I don't, I don't know. The outfield gets know. tougher, but I think it's not and the rotation. The rotation and bullpen is where I think you have to get creative, especially to go back to the 60s and 70s when you actually can knock some starters into the bullpen. See, this is where it gets tricky because it's like, do you – we'll get to the pitching stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, Let's build a starting nine. Let's build our starting nine yep. on, on the diamond and then okay. go from yep. there. Does that help? And then can we – do we want to decide right away if we're taking 13 position players and 13 pitchers, 14 versus – or should we – let's do the nine and then let's we can the kind nine, of build up. Because I think okay. the starting nine gives us a framework of, all right, we got nine out of the 26, and then we can get fun. Okay. Who's your starting first baseman? Killebrew. Okay. Yeah, you probably have to. I mean, but you could put him at DH too if you want. Ah, uh, but there's another guy there. Well, see, this is where our this is already. See, see, so I might fight you on Killebrew at first. So here's he's not my, a great defensive first baseman, I'm, right? I'm gonna run through my nine, and then you you guys tell okay, me okay. what you think. Okay? okay, okay. Catcher, no debate. Joe Mauer. Yep. Yep. No problem. First base, Killebrew. Mm-hmm. Second base, Carew. 
Shortstop, Greg Gagne. Great wow. glove, two World Series championships. You need a glove. You need a glove out there, but competent yeah. enough with the bat that he's certainly not an embarrassment. Okay. Third base, Gaetti. Now Killebrew played some third base too, but Gaetti's a better third baseman. Killebrew's a better first baseman. Mm-hmm. And my outfield, left field, Bob Bob Allison, mm-hmm. who just for some context here because he moved with the team from Washington. Hit uh, at least 22 home runs in seven of his first eight seasons here. So he's in left. I've got Kirby in center, which I think is a a no-brainer. I've got Torrey Hunter in right. And and then the right fielder, because people are going to say, where's Tony O? I'm DHing him. By the way, DHing Tony O. And by the way, the first ever. DH in baseball history, American League, 1973, to hit a home run was Tony O. He hit the first home run. So that's my nine. Okay. Um, Boy, and- I strongly disagree with some of these. So this okay. is And I do have be... a bench built up as well. But that's my starting nine. Okay. Can you float just some of the bench players, just, just to throw some of the other names out? Oh, just of course. Float some of the bench players. Herbeck, Morneau, Knobloch. Jack of all trades, Cesar Tovar. So he's like you. will put like util, util, utility. Yep. Cesar and and I need a backup catcher, Earl Batty. Yep. Sure. That's he was the first really good Twins catcher in yeah. the. And in he's the 60s, on your top right? twenty-five list. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so some names that some just initial. I'm just going to go through the like the top 25 twins of all time to see if we're missing anyone. I think you accounted for. I accounted for almost everyone. Pretty much everyone on that I list. I went through your list. Yes. And then we had some like Michael Kadire was an honorable mention. Yep. Then a, a name, but here it is because again we're taking the the peak version of these players. A name that did not make the top 25 twins of all time, and a name that, that did not make the honorable mentions but at his best is the best defensive center fielder in twins history. Byron Buxton. If we get now the best version of Byron Buxton only plays like 90 games or a hundred games. So Puckett was so good that I'm fine with a, with what I'm sure we all could agree is a slight decline in defensive ability at their peaks. Kirby was not Buxton, but Kirby was phenomenal. And you could even put Tory because you have Tory Hunter in right. You could put Tory Hunter in center field and, and move in right. and Puckett played right in the last two or three yeah. years of his career, right? Absolutely. So you could you could do something like that. Absolutely right. Okay. Uh, so first first base, I was gonna say you could move Killebrew to DH, but I like the idea because you got to find room for Tony Oliva. I was wondering what you were gonna do with Oliva. Could I make a case? You've got Killebrew starting at first, Bob Allison starting in left field, and Tony Oliva at DH. Could we move Tony Oliva to the outfield, pre-knee injury Tony Oliva, move Bob Allison to a bench roll, move Harmon Killebrew to DH, and start Kent Herbeck or Justin Morneau? So basically, you'd be swapping Bob Allison out of your starting nine, and you'd be swapping in either Kent Herbeck or, or peak Justin Morneau. Because keep in mind, peak Justin Morneau was an MVP. Right. Peak Kent Herbeck was one of the best hitters in baseball on mm-hmm. base machine, right? Mm-hmm. I think both those guys are better overall hitters and players than Bob Allison was. Just, I'm just, just floating it out mm-hmm. here no, in I'm our war room. This. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, I mean, you could, I feel like Har- Harmon 
I feel like to I feel like peak Tony in the outfield. Probably I'm still weakening our outfield a little bit. Um, and Killebrew I think was a very well. I mean, a very service serviceable first baseman. But yes, you could definitely consider that. I mean, it still it, keeps Bob on the team. It's not like you're taking him off the team. Here's another name. I'm just going to throw a name out. Just throwing names out here. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're just, we're yeah, just, this is the exercise. We're just a bunch of friends here, a bunch of, bunch of twins guys throwing names out. Absolutely. Another one of the great DHs in twins history that did not make the conversation for top 25 twins of all time was Jim Tomey. Love he Jim came, Tomey. he came in in a specialist role. It's yeah. funny. Jim Tomey, as kind of a part time player in 2010, finished. He got MVP votes. He finished mm -hmm. 18th in MVP voting. Mm -hmm. He had a, a 1,039 OPS at age 39 and hit some of the most famous majestic home runs in the, what, 15-year history of that ballpark. Who's the only question I really have? Because, I mean, no, we can swap Tony O into the out. We don't really have a fourth outfielder on our bench, per se. Yeah, and right now, Tony Oliva is our is our roving. fourth outfielder. Yep. But he's also our starting DH. Right. But in Judd's. We do need another outfielder in, here. In Judd's sure. nine and then his bench. His bench would be Herbeck, Morneau, Nabi, Tovar, Batty. Yeah. Where, yeah you've where got, well, a... you've, well, you've got. Let me see here. You've got 15. No, I'm sorry. I listed a couple of this. You have 14 positions. Well, this is where we have to do the exercise of do we want 13 and 13 or do we want I think we can get away with 14 and 12 because some of our yeah, pitchers are going to be horses, right? Four, five, six, seven. We would go five horse starting pitchers and I then seven 12. relievers. 12, 12, 12 pitchers? 12 pitchers total. Okay. But yeah, so that gives right. us room to do four, 14 where position did, players. Where did Tovar, hold on a second here too. Let me look up Tovar's history as far as his, as far as where he played. Can you, can you throw him? And by the way, you don't even have, like, I don't think you have Zoilo on here, right? I Zoilo. I don't have him on. Bonkers, man. I don't have him on. Um, I considered him in the, inf or on the bench, but then I put, but then I had Chuck as well. What about Nick Punto? Are you going to throw him in that utility mix? <laughs> Actually, 2006 Nick Punto, really 300 good. hitter, mm -hmm. yeah, vacuum great. cleaner at third base, man. That, that guy was a stud. All right, but sure. Zoilo, peak Zoilo was a gold glove shortstop, the MVP in 1965, yeah, yep. led the league in. I got a, I got a guy that's great, Extra though. base hits. I, I, mean, I, I flat out him. said Greg Gagne was was a great glove man and won two World Series, and I bumped Zoilo completely. I, I mean, yeah. even though the majority of his success has come outside of Minnesota, he's only been here a little bit, Carlos Correa is better than all those shortstops. Oh, dude. Dex. It's not even close. Carlos Correa has to be in the discussion. It, it, not it, a top 25 twin of all time, but if we're getting the peak version yep. of Correa. The peak version of Gagne, Correa, and even Zoilo, Zoilo is not yep. on the level of Carlos Correa, even though Zoilo won an MVP. Carlos the peak, the but, the, the peak, but the peak twins version of, of Correa. True. True. Hasn't the, really. I mean, he had some. It's had not a nice play, played itself out yet. Yeah. Are, sure. are, so sure. are, are we translating his Houston success? No, it's got to be twins. But okay, he's but he's been a but oh, defensive good. defensively yep. he's but Gagne he's, was great. Like I'm, I I feel really good about my shortstop here. I feel uh, really good about two years of Carlos Correa. That I do too. Greg Gagne and he was a and he was but a you didn't see Gagne play. Gagne was great, man. Great. I saw dude. I saw Gagne play for sure. I Greg saw Gagne like was great. Four, four or five years of Gagne. So let me ask you this, Judd. If you took current version of Carlos Correa, not the foot injury version, just like the like the 
healthy version of Carlos Correa, mm -hmm. and you put him on the 1987 and 1991 Twins instead of Greg Gagne, mm -hmm. do those teams still win the World Series? I think they're better. I think those teams are better. He's a better hitter. Not, it's not even close. Carlos Correa is a better hitter than Greg Gagne. At his peak, yes. Agree completely. The last two years of, of him here, fielding, fantastic. Hitting, eh, fine. I'd still have Gagne as a twin over Correa. Correa, to me, has to show, I need to see a peak Correa year overall here for, for him to get on this list. Yeah, I know Phil is fighting for Buxton too, but my I, I have a much stronger case with Correa making this team than I do. I with agree with Buck. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Caesar Tolvar played a ton of games in the outfield. Okay, so he, he did. Be, uh, so he he, he played most of his innings were in the outfield. Yep. So okay. over so seven thousand games. Okay. Yep. So yep. so we're coming. okay. So of the names we so we were we need to get to fourteen position players. Real quick, are there any other little hidden guys that we? That we haven't oh, like, really touched on the Correa Buxton types. Smalley in his peak year in '79 made the All Star game. Yeah, I mean, I still can't do it. Yep. Yeah, Zoilo is Zoilo's the one that I feel has the most room to to push on this list right now. You know who was really good and he did not spend a lot of time here, but good lord, he produced just was an incredible hitter and even analytically was really good. Shane Mack. I yep. agree on Shane Mack. He, Shane most Mack, underrated twin of all time. I considered him for the left field job. I mean, that dude produced, I mean, he was a 300-plus hitter every year, had a 19 war in just five years with the yep. Twins, which is really, yep. he had a six-and-a-half no, war in 92. You're right about five under, war in like the things he did were kind of underappreciated, like totally. getting on base, for instance. Well, he, was he was sort of in, in, in Puckett's shadow. Like, yeah. when, when you play in the same outfield as Puckett, but Dex, you're right, like, Shane Mack, definitely one of the top five most underrated twins of all time. Yep. So we also need to You're account right. for some of the other, just like going through some of the other positions here. So second base, we've got Carew and Chuck Knobloch listed. Yep. The only third baseman we've talked about is Gary Gaetti, but there's got to be somebody else that can play some third base on this team too. Killebrew I'm going to throw Corey Koski's name out there. So you can yeah. put Killebrew at third, I guess. Yep. yep. Yeah. I'm going to throw Corey Koski's name out. As an underrated Twins player, mm -hmm. I don't and, throw it out there. I don't hate it. Yeah. To, to go back to a name that you brought up, Phil, am I uh, dismissing Kadire too quickly? I think you are, Judd. That's very possible. I think you are. You, know, you could even throw him at third base in a pinch, more of an third, outfielder. Right, first. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. the versatility. Kadire and Zoilo are, are two of, and we'll, we'll get to the third, but are two of three Twins Hall of Famers not on this roster. The rest of the class everyone is accounted for. So Kadir, I might be dismissing him. So here's the, here are the names that we've at least mentioned here. Okay. And we're, we, we are looking for a starting nine and then we're looking for five bench position players before we get to pitch. We need 14 of them. Yep. Joe Maurer, Earl Batty catchers, Killebrew, Herbeck, Morno in the first base mix. Karu Nabi at second. Mm -hmm. Gagne, Zoilo and Correa at short. Gaetti, Koski as the third base mix. Mm -hmm. Bob Allison, Kirby Puckett, Tori Hunter, Shane Mack, Michael Kadire, Tony Oliva in the outfield slash DH mix. Mm -hmm. Cesar Tovar, super utility player who could also be a backup sort of fourth outfielder. Yep. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. We need to cut five of those guys. 
Okay, let's start with the current roster that I have, all right? Mm -hmm. Do we cut, just flat out cut any of the bench players off the list and put someone else on? Give me your bench players again. I just have them Herbeck, listed by position. Sure. Herbeck Morneau. We got to cut one of the, we got to cut one of those guys, I think, mm -hmm. don't we? That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Or, or we have to in. cut Bob Allison. Yeah. Well, let's start with outfielders. So we got, I think let's, let's go with the locks. Let's count the locks. Maurer. Maurer. Lock. Killer. Lock. Earl Batty as a backup catcher. Lock. A lock, right? Mm-hmm. Anyone right. want to fight for uh, Kurt Suzuki? <laughs> Matt <laughs> Walbeck. His battery mate Mark Revin. to end the, the all-star <laughs> game here actually is going to be a interesting part of, of the discussion. How about 2019 Mitch Garver? Mm, yeah. I mean, peak, uh, versions, <laughs> peak versions. Peak versions. Okay, Dude, if so, we're taking peak versions, I, I could put Miguel Sano in this mix. Blah, peak blah, blah, blah. peak version uh, Miguel Sano? Yeah. Well, you huh? could, but then I would just crumble up the list and go home. Well, peak wait, version Eddie home, Rosario? Bombas, oh bombas, e bombas. Oh, the bomba. He did come up with bomba. Yeah, and and I don't think he made a dime <laughs> off that. That poor guy. We did. Um, <laughs> so our locks are are Mauer, Killebrew, Batty, Carew, Nobby's got to be a lock as a backup. What else can Carew sure. play? First, first. So so first. Okay, so first he, and second. He moved to first base at the end of his uh or the, the end of his stint here. Yep. Um, Kirby lock. Pocket lock. Tory has to be a lock, right? I think, I think Tory's a lock. I think Tory's yeah. a lock too. I don't think we can take Tory. We have too. Tony Antonio. Oliva's a lock. Yeah, Cesar yeah. Tovar, I think. <sighs> Is Cesar Tovar not a lock? Phil? I don't know. I really. No, don't I think know. I think Nobby's a lock because he's one of the. I mean, okay. he's incredible. You guys, he's kind of a weird clubhouse guy, but yeah. Okay, so I could see moving Allison out of left field. I don't think we can cut him off this list. I agree with that. He's on the list. I think he's a lock to be on the list. Lock yep. on the list, not on the Okay. Okay. But, but very flexible with where he ends up. I think Herbeck or Morneau have to go. One of them. Who's our shortstop lock? We haven't, we haven't pinned. Oh, Gaetti's a lock. Gaetti's a lock, right? a lock. Yeah, okay. that's yep. no problem. Yep. Okay. And right now so we've it's... got Gagney. With, uh, Dex <sighs> talked about Carlos Correa. So we have 10 locks. Mauer, Batty, Killer, mm -hmm. Karu Nabi, Gaetti, Allison, Puckett, Hunter, and Tony Oliva. Yep. I know you're like you're stumping harder for Greg Gagne at shortstop than anyone else. And Dex and I are kind of pushing on that. Yeah. I know he's the best, he's one of the best defensive players in Twins history. And so I am I am not moving him off the team, but necessarily. Mm -hmm. But his bat compared to some of these other dudes, I mean, Greg Gagne was like bat him ninth and kind of cross your fingers. Mm-hmm. And we've got guys like Correa and Zoilo Versailles and I did have problems with with not not getting Versailles on this roster. I, it, I will it's say obviously, that. I mean, and to to your credit, it's the World Series thing too that's helping. Like if he never won a World Series, oh yeah, then yeah, he's not on this list. Yeah. But right. he's like he was a sh just you've got this rock solid, yep. incredible defensive shortstop. Mm -hmm. Yep, he mm -hmm. has he had longevity, and he has two rings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he's a lock. Let's and put look, him in. If Carlos Correa comes out th this year and, and he's healthy and replicates what he did in Houston at the plate. Yeah. Then Declan's probably right at that point because he's marvelous defensively. So. so, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We need three more to make out a 14 man position group. And here are the other options. Okay. We need to pick, we need to pick three more out of these guys. All right. Herbeck. 
Morno, Zoilo, Correa. I'm going to take Koski off. Okay. Because we can put Killer over there. We can put yeah. we can put maybe even like Cesar Tovar over there. Mm-hmm. Shane Mack, Michael Kadire. Let's put Cesar as a lock. Okay. He's a, he can play everywhere. Okay. Yeah, he's our best. He's our utility guy. Okay. Sure. That means we got to pick two. Outfielders, we got Allison, Puckett, Hunter, Oliva can play some outfield. Cesar can play some outfield. I think we got to pick either Zoilo or Carlos, and then either Herbeck or Morney. I think that's what we're down to here, boys. Okay. Dude, we're gonna we gotta leave Herbeck or Morno off the list. Oh man. I know. <sighs> I'm voting as good as he was at his peak. I'm leaving Morno off. Oh my god. I I that's brutal, I, dude. I, I think I am Well, too, this is Phil. a tough exercise. I Phil, love I think it. I am oh, too. God. I think I am too. Because it's a 26 man. It's like you can't have five first basemen yeah. on this no, roster, right? No, right? No, no, like, no, you're right. I, I know I, I stumped for the current day Correa option, and I obviously I didn't really I didn't see Herbeck, but I think the the side tilts to Herbeck. Okay. I think yeah, he was he was really good for 14 years. Yep. And then between Zoilo and Carlos. I mean, one of them was an MVP of the league and a Gold Glover. And I, I think it's Zoilo again. I same, if my logic, if I have to use the same logic, then yes, I you have to give it to Versailles. Yeah, because it's okay. greatness came <sighs> in a twins uniform. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here are the fourteen: yeah. Maurer and Earl Batty are the catchers. Killer and Herbeck, Harmon Killebrew and Kent Herbeck are at first base. Carew and Nobby are at second base. Greg Gagne. Zoila Versailles, shortstops. Uh, Gary Gaetti at third. And then you could move, like, you, you, if you have to move someone else to third, you can move Killebrew or Cesar Tovar. Yep. And we have Bob Allison, Kirby Puckett, Tori Hunter, Tony Oliva as the outfielders in DH, yep. and then Cesar Tovar. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We are snubbing Justin Morneau. Carlos Correa, Corey Koski, Shane Mack, Michael Kadire, and Matt Tolbert. Those are the guys we're sn- yeah. snubbing. Shane Mack's a great And one, Jeff Rebelay we're snubbing. Declan's exactly right. <laughs> Shane Mack was so mm. underappreciated. Yeah. And, and Buxton. Mistaken, we're snubbing Buxton and Tommy, too, by the you way. You know, I don't I, feel bad about Buxton. I don't feel bad about Buxton. I don't Buxton. feel one iota. Uh, I feel bad for Byron, but I don't feel bad yes. about this. And like, but imagine yes. a starting outfield of Buxton, Kirby, and Torrey. Roaming oh, around yeah. the yeah. pasture. Yes. Well, if I get, if I get, but I mean, Byron, I'm just, for the rest of my life, I'm going to think oh about the, the fact that he was always hurt. So I don't feel bad about Buxton. Kadir, I feel a little bit bad about. And um, yeah, Shane Mack is an, I believe when Kirby finally made the move to right field, I believe he was replaced by Shane Mack. Yep. That's, I think that's correct. Yeah. So, okay, starting rotation. We need five starters, and then we need seven bullpen guys. This will be a quicker, easier exercise, I think, because there's some some major locks here, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Judd? Johan Santana. Mm-hmm. Is he your opening day starter? Well, I'll, I'll go through the rest. Oh. You, you guys can decide on this one. Okay. Um, Burt Blylevin. Mm-hmm. 49.1 war, by the way, for Burt. With the twins, just with the twins, yeah. I think. Yes, it was. Frank Viola. Oh man. Camilo Pasquale. Yep. 
And then, okay, here's the one that's tough. I picked Jack Morris. Yep, you're right. But but did you guys know that the third best war in the history of the, this franchise dating back to its years in Washington is Brad Radke? Yep. Yeah. 45.6 war. Yep. yep. And but but because he pitched in the steroid era, yeah. His numbers were his like overall numbers look bad, like they look worse, but every every right. pitcher had a four and a half ERA in that yes. era. I'm just yes. saying I dismissed him immediately and then went back and did some research on Radke. Yep. But you're right though, because the five guys you just listed, if you compare those guys at their best in a game versus Brad Radke, these guys are power dominant strikeout guys. So the question, and then okay, those are those are five, those are five rotation locks, right? Give yep. us your your bullpen locks, okay. and then we can fill in the rest with however we need to. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven arms in the bullpen: Aguilera, okay, Joe Nathan, Jim Perry, who pitched in three hundred seventy six games for the Twins, two hundred and forty nine were starts, but he had. 88 saves you can mix in i think you can easily mix him right in yeah i think you're not torturing this project Mm -hmm. by sticking him in the bull throw him right in there Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um jeff reardon who closed out the 87 world series shout out to you guys here a little bit this is probably borderline every day the peak version yep he was he was a big time big time back end guy and he wouldn't be he'd be like your sixth inning guy here you know he's throw him out there true Another one where I fudged a bit, Jim Cott, 51 games in relief as a twin. So, like, he was predominantly a starter. You could probably make a case for him in that starting rotation. And then then the last one I picked, Al Worthington. The first twins, really, really good bullpen arm. 327 games with the twins, zero starts, uh, a 262 ERA. He is not in the Twins Hall of Fame. He probably could be. Uh, but here's the most interesting one I left out. And you, you guys might disagree with me, not including him. Glenn Perkins. Well, Glenn's, Glenn's a lefty. Saves, and he had 120 saves. So there's a case to be made that you could easily replace one of these lesser guys, not obviously not the Nathans and Aggies, with Glenn Perkins. Eddie, a lefty, too. Eddie's a lefty. Yep. yep. Eddie is a lefty. But I mean, you know, you could replace Al Worthington with Perk. Uh, I'm just looking to here. We got we got Johan's a lefty. I just want to make sure we got lefties here. So Johan's oh, a yeah. lefty. We got Viola's uh, a lefty. Viola. Jim Jim Cott. Jim Cott was a lefty, wasn't he? Yep. Yep. Okay. He, he was. So we're yeah no we're in pretty good shape on distribution of arms in the rotation. Okay. What about okay? So so that's that's pretty good. Um. Let's just throw a couple other names out here just for fun, and then we'll get to a random twin of the week here the last couple minutes. Perkins, peak Liriano before Ooh, the yeah. before the surgery. I, I know you probably can't do that because you got Hall of Famers here. That I was going to say, who, who would he replace in the tough. starting rotation? But I think, yeah, Johan, Blylevin, Viola, Pasquale, Jack Morris, and then you've got your closers. you got Aggie, Nathan, Reardon, okay. Eddie G., all just stacked in the in the back end of that bullpen with bridge guys, kind of swing guys. Jim Perry, who gets the Jim ninth? Cott, Al Worthington. I think uh, I think Aggie gets the ninth, doesn't he? Aggie or Nathan? Actually, regular season, Nathan gets the ninth. Postseason, yes. Aggie gets the ninth. Good Reard, don't forget Reardon. <laughs> yeah, Reardon too. You, but yeah, I think you're right. 
I'm going to do this again. Duran's in my bullpen. Oh, it's mm. hard to disagree. I, 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 I Al that. Worthington, thanks, buddy. I'm with Dex. Yeah. Duran is sorry. in this bullpen. I, 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 I need I the, do that. A, a, a seventh, eighth, ninth of Joe Nathan. I could do that. Duran into Absolutely. Aggie or whatever combination you wanted to do would be yeah. insane. So no perk for you? No perk for me. Okay. Perk is her. Perk is right on the edge, man. Perk was, yeah. and he pitched he, on some bad teams, but he, he was mm-hmm. filthy and unhittable for like two or three years. Saves, but yeah, you, okay. you know what? Duran's good. There Buy it is. Hour, they do. God, I love poor it. Dude. Hour, poor Al's like, I made it. No, I didn't yeah. make it. Sorry. Well, Al. we can, you know, d- debate us in the comments section. I I feel so dirty about not including Justin Morneau on this list. So oh. dirty, but. You can only keep so many say, DH first baseman types. I say here, you get, give this some more thought, and our next twin show. Tell me after a night or two of sleeping on this decision <laughs> if you can still leave Justin Morneau off. Okay, Bob Allison's my biggest question there. I get it; he was a really good player research. for a long time. But okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, random twin of the week here. I'm leading this today for you guys after uh, after losing last week. So the way this works is. Two members of the show compete against each other. The third member throws out clues. We've done about 30 of these now. Dex has 11 wins. Judd has nine. I have eight. Last week, Judd correctly guessed Darren Mastriani. Before that, it was Mike Pelfrey, Orlando Hudson, Tony Batista, Matt Garza. All throughout a series of clues. You guys get up to three incorrect guesses each. If one of you hits a third strike, the other person wins automatically. No cheating. You can control F if you feel like you need to look Ooh, that's up. right like a previous name. We're kind of getting to that point. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's go. This random twin was born on April 26th, 1978. This random twin was a fifth round draft pick. This random twin played in 888 career major league baseball games. This random twin is a World Series champion. Almost threw out a hilarious guess, and then I remember what year he was born in. Yeah, he, he would was, have been 13 was, years old on the 1991 twin. 12. 12. Or 13, 12, whatever. Yeah. Okay, this random twin was a one time All Star. This random twin was once presented a key to his hometown city. This random twin, let's see here. A former teammate once praised his ability to deliver in big moments. Quote from the former teammate. There's nobody better than that guy in the clutch. I wouldn't have necessarily thought this. Like, it wouldn't have been the first thought I had thinking about this player. But when you look at his statistics on baseball reference, it does sort of check out. 
his high leverage numbers are up from his medium and low leverage numbers. Very impressive. Uh, I would also point to his postseason numbers being much elevated from his regular season numbers. In fact, this random twin has a 949 OPS in the postseason. In the regular season, this random twin has a 748 OPS. So his OPS goes up by about 200 points from regular season to postseason. And it wouldn't, I, I don't think it's, it's not necessarily like, oh, for sure, yeah. Sneaky clutch. This random twin hit two home runs in the World Series. Who is this? I I have somewhat of a guess. I just it doesn't all add up. Parts this, of it add up. This random twin played seven thousand five hundred innings at one position. Kurt Suzuki. I'm gonna do it. Kurt Suzuki. Incorrect. Ah. Oh. Did Kurt Suzuki win a, a World Series? The uh, Nationals. Nationals. I thought at the end at the end of his career. I, I don't think he played he much, but okay. Um, so he played 7,500 innings at one position and played one inning at a different position. So like 99.9% of his innings came at one position. Mike Redman. Oh, Declan. Slinging it right now. God dang it. Uh-oh. His World Series title came with a division rival of the Minnesota Twins. AJ Pierzynski, I got it. I got I said that. I had first. that. I had that. I said AJ Pierzynski. I said Pierzynski is used, and you started up saying AJ. AJ. Oh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> oh, so who cares? It's not AJ. That is that is Declan's third and incorrect uh, oh, third right. incorrect guess, unfortunately, which means Judd is the winner of the random twin of the week by default. He was a teammate of A.J. Pierzynski's with the 2005 Chicago White Sox. Joe Creedy, son of a biscuit. God (laughs) Joe Creedy? Joe Creedy. Joe Creedy? Joe Creedy, man. Just a rake in the postseason. He was good. He was really good when his back wasn't. He had to have three season-ending backs. I didn't realize that Joe Creedy was. uh, He was a legend, man. Missouri legend. Not here he wasn't, but you're right. He was in Chicago. So Judd backdoors his way into Again, a victory here. I've been doing that a lot the, lately. Yeah. All right, we got to go here because we got to get to Thor's oh, yeah. day on Purple yeah, Daily. Thor, Thor can tear it up again. <laughs> this has been the Score North Twin Show. We'll see you guys oh next time. Oh, my God.